Oh, mate, no, I'll just go off the fly. That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's the best way to be, my man. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to the Cigarbox Guitar Builder podcast. This is episode 21. And uh, I've got to admit, starting off a new, um, a new chapter, I suppose, we're, we're now in the 20s uh, for the episodes, and I couldn't be happier to, uh, than to have this guest on today. He's one of my superheroes. <laughs> of the of the cigar box guitar building world, and uh, I'm very very happy to introduce Glenn Watt. Glenn, how are you? I am terrific, and I'm glad that you have me, Adam. How are you? All right, mate. I'm I'm absolutely chuffed. I've been uh, very excited all week about getting a chance to uh, to chat with you and 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 kind of pick you for ideas and and just say good day. I'm I'm looking at my camera here at the moment, and it looks like. Hang on, I'll move over a bit. There you go. You just need to see my ugly mug. Uh, <laughs> I had the sun behind me. All you can see was my shoulders and the sun. <laughs> I love it. It's very strange. No, no, you got, you're in winter down there, aren't you? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, winter is. It's. I've still got a beautiful. Um, I've still got a beautiful morning sun on my back at the moment. It's lovely and warm, and got a cup of coffee. I'm. That's a I'm all set and ready to go. Coffee's a bit cold, actually. A bit of a shame. So, uh, uh, what's your? Uh, now you're. You, I'm assuming that you have a, a quite a large audience in uh, in your country. Is that uh, is that primarily whom we're speaking with today? Actually, our largest audience is American. And okay. then, yeah, isn't this isn't this bizarre? Like anybody can do this. This isn't some like secret like little hack or into life or anything. But you can anybody can get online and see like where the search interest is. You know, if you if, I don't, I'm not talking about Bing or Yahoo or whatever else, but just you know using Google, you can see how. Um, you know what the search volume is using that particular company search engine, which is you know at least insofar as I understand, Google is the, the largest search engine in the world. Oh yeah. YouTube being the second, you know, YouTube being the second, which is uh, a Google property, hmm. which I know is a is a huge issue for a lot of people. But nonetheless, I mean, I can I can I can look up you know from what uh, areas of the world you know you get the most searches for cigar boss guitar or cigar boss guitar related type stuff. And I know the state, for anybody who's listening, like I'm assuming now that you say it, Adam, that it's primarily the United States of America, but I'm going to say states from here on out because I'm lazy and I don't feel like spelling it out every <laughs> single time. But I understand there's a, a large amount of traffic that comes or search of interest that comes from the states, but it's huge. And as anybody can tell you, Brazil, the United Kingdom, oh. it's enormous from what I understand in Australia. It's, yeah, it's really, um, just on a personal level, it's it's really, really taken hold. Um down here, as far as the search engine is concerned, with because I'm on um, uh, Podbean, I use Podbean as the um, uh, as the uh, uh, the uh, the pod, whatever they call it. Oh, I've just gone blank. I've just woken up. <laughs> the, uh, the, the yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, as far as the, uh, the 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 interview situation is concerned it's it's podbean and when i look through podbean it's definitely the us first followed by australia uh and then actually it goes to i think it goes to like the netherlands or something like that it's a it's oh, europe, no that's great europe is huge it's it's um it's uh, the amount of people that, that are coming through um from europe uh, I think Jan Neiman, I'm probably pronouncing and butchering his name, and I apologise for that. Uh, is one of those got Hobo sixty three. He's he's definitely one of my. You know, check out Hobo sixty three. I think it's Hobo sixty three or something like that. He's just fantastic. He has all of these nice. scorched guitars. They're all kind of scorched and heavily weathered, and all the parts are um, 
you know, are all, he, he treats them all and makes them all rusty and it's just, he's fantastic. It's just that they're works of art, you know, more so, the, even more so than playable pieces. Um, another thing, another one of my favourite guys is, is uh, Guitars by Rod. Um, I've seen his and he does these pie, the big pie dishes and he hand paints them. And, um, whoa! Whoa! Yeah, this is. That sounds awesome. I'm not, I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I'm not, I don't have my fingers on every single pulse. I mean, I, so I, this is good for me to actually be able to talk to you about it because I'm not familiar with a couple of these people already. Hang on, Glenn. Hold on, mate. Because I've got the uh, I've got the tree lobbers two two or three houses away. They're cutting they're cutting down a tree. I might have to it's all we, good, man. I might have to take you inside or something like that. But, oh, That's great. No it's Sunday morning. Like seriously, it's eight o'clock on a Sunday morning, and I've got the bloody tree lobbers out there. <laughs> Gotta get the work done, man. And we're not even. We're not even next door. I'm, look, I'm happy to barrel through. <laughs> except, except when he's revving that engine. So, so long as the connection's not killing you, I'm totally yeah. fine with this. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, where were we? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of a lot of people from all around the world who are really into this um into this movement. And um, I was talking to one fella a couple of weeks ago, Shane Soul from uh, here in in Australia, and he's actually he's actually got a shop, and he's had the shop for about I think he's had the shop for about six years, and it's nice. primarily roots instruments, and he builds a ridiculous amount of guitars, and he's. He's just word of mouth, like he's all word of mouth, and he's only just come onto Instagram over the past um, past couple of weeks. So it's it's definitely in Australia a big movement. Uh, but we in in or I, I suppose in many ways, kind kind of do look you know to the states because I, as I mentioned on last week's episode, one of the first um, videos that I actually saw about three years ago was I think one of you uh, introducing... oh man I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> hey, you, you actually kept on building that's amazing <laughs> you know and I just alright I'm sorry go ahead I remember you, you had all of the you had all of the bits and pieces laid out in front of you and you just went okay we're going to build one and, and, and it just went from there you just it took you know I think the video went for about 20 minutes or so and it had all the bits and pieces. And I just thought, that is so cool, you know. I mean, I, I built a couple of electric guitars before um, I kind of dipped my toe in the, in the uh, Roots Instrument um, pond. But it, it was one of those, one of your videos is one of the ones that really got me because I was just surfing, just surfing YouTube and, um, and up it came and said Cigar Box Guitars. I like, what the hell is that? And um, I kind of knew about them because I'd seen them before. I'd seen them before up here in, uh, or up in Queensland um, when I went on a holiday. Um, and uh, I watched you make one. I thought, oh wow, that just technically it was like not not as detail, like not as detailed, and not as not as um, full on, you know, as building an electric guitar. But it was All like right. fun. <laughs> You know, and that was the thing. Yeah. Like I, I'd just gone through this situation on 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 Facebook with this with uh, a troll, and who completely wrecked my um, my love of building electric guitars for about I don't know for about like it must have been like two. It felt like a couple of years, and I, I got back in. I got back into building basically because of one of your videos. I just saw it, and you just looked like you were having so much fun playing it, watching putting it together, and I. Thought, yeah, I could do that. I could do that, you know. And I used an Anzac, well, an Anzac biscuit tin. 
was the first one I, <laughs> you know, I put it together. I couldn't play slide. I still can't play slide. But <laughs> uh, we all struggle a little bit. <laughs> but, but that's kind of how I got into it. I, I'd love to know how you. What's your, I suppose what's your what's your musical background? What's uh, your... That's a that's a pretty cool place to start. I I uh, I have a vague recollection of a uh, a plat. You know, so forgive the. The, if there are any, if there's any barriers in terminology, but for, uh, I had an old plastic uh, like child uh, record player, and I remember uh, uh, Macho Duck. That's where my musical memory starts with was with Macho Duck, and I know I'm not being specific enough, but hopefully somebody out there gets that. And then after Macho Duck on a child's plastic record player, yeah. I seem to recall I seem to recall the next albums being uh, I must have been. 10, 11 years old, and my, my dad got me a Linda Ronstadt album. Uh, Hang on, I want to pause you again, mate. This is this is unprecedented, unprecedentedly rude from the Blue Mountain City Council. The fact that they've got these chainsaws going at eight o'clock in the morning. I'll have to take you inside. Hang on, hang on. I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. But I literally want to hear the story. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, gonna go for a wonder. Oh, and now they turned it off. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Oh, got the chainsaws going. What are they? What are the kids doing? All right, we'll just have to sit in. Just have to sit inside. Dan, you can go out and play outside. I'm just gonna sit in and have a talk, talk with my mate, Glenn. All right, what are you doing? Come in. I'm just gonna make. Come in. Can you use a little bit of that tape? Yes, you can use a little bit of that cloth tape. All right, sorry, Glenn. All right, we are we are back, mate. Sorry about that. Just every time. No, this we... is good, and this is especially good for my end, at least at the moment, because your connection, wherever you're sitting right now, your connection to me sounds better. So this is good. I, I can I can hear you better, which is awesome. Oh, fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Um, cool, cool, cool. Hang on. Just gonna pivot. Pivot. There you go. Got the nice right. red wall. I'm speaking to a gentleman named Glenn Watt in the States, Dan. This is my son, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> All right, sorry, man. <laughs> so let's. After we heard of we heard of Macho Duck. What happened after oh, yeah. Macho Duck? <laughs> if, if, if there's a, if there's the worst place to start a story, I don't know what it is, but that's that's where it starts. Macho Duck. Also, I remember being in my in my my dad's station wagon back when station wagons were the thing. Again, here in the States, I don't know about anywhere else, but. And uh, in, uh, so going back to the probably the late 70s, my dad driving down the road, he had like those blue jeans back when it was back before it became uncool and then it became cool again. So back way back when jeans were cut off into shorts, my dad was wearing jean shorts, probably cut a little too short for my liking at this day and age. Like I would never do it you know, the way it was back in the late 70s. I remember him tapping his knee with his right hand as he's driving with his left and singing along to Creedence Clearwater Revival. So, I mean, I had this love for CCR because of that. Uh, we moved on. Like My dad got me like a Linda Ronstadt album, Michael Jackson's Thriller when I was like in the fifth grade. So like about 10 or 11 years old, I went on to like Dire Straits was uh, was my first audio cassette. Um, so, I mean, it was there's not really a distinct starting point in terms of like what style of music but i know that when i really started to feel my musical oats uh and to this day i still have the deepest affinity for what uh what really grabbed me first and that was metal yeah um so and i still have deep love for metal music so it probably started with 
if I remember correctly, Dokken. Yeah. Um, Van Halen, I still consider Van Halen to be hard rock, but you know, it started with Dokken and it moved on to things a bit thrashier, like Nuclear Assault, and then it got into Stranger Things. Like uh, more so of now you're talking. Those bands still play. Nuclear Assault but, Game uh, Over is still I, one of my favorite know, albums. Love for metal. Yeah. I was just saying, What's Nuclear that? Assault Game Over is still one of my favorite albums. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that was that was my uh, yeah, that was my introduction to Nuclear Assault. So. Yeah. And I did, uh, I used to love it. I used to love the singer. This that that. Ah, you used to sing like this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, precisely. Yeah. And the thing is too is like, I mean, going that's what. So that's probably seventh grade. So maybe I was thirteen at that time. Yeah. And I gotta be honest with you. If I, you know, I'm not really into vocalists like that anymore. Yeah. But uh, you know, so then I, I moved on to things like, you know, as I grew older. Uh, Clearly, my not clearly anything, but my my taste in music has expanded. Mm. Uh, but to back up a little bit, and in, in while learning metal, or learning about metal, that's when I learned how, how I would like to. You know, I thought at that time in my life I'd like to play uh, electric guitar because mm. I had aspirations to be some sort of a guitar hero on stage at some point in my life. I think uh, as a kid, I think that's and pretty so normal. Picked that's... up six, picked up a six string electric guitar, and you know, again, that was a that was something that my dad. Thankfully, uh, was the only, and he, my, my father was not a musician, you know, wasn't an artist, but he had, was the only one in my family that I'm aware of that had like a creative side to him. His came through dancing. Like he was, oh, wow. he danced really well with my mother, uh, was, loved dancing and then, uh, he was really good at it. And so was my mom. Uh, my mom doesn't really have a creative, but to her, if you were to ask her, doesn't have much of a creative bone in her body, but, uh, I suppose dancing kind of satisfies that, but neither of them really, you know, uh, had any sort of other things my dad really loved music and thankfully he never he didn't really push anything on to me but yeah. he, and nor did he really encourage it all that much but mm. it was his love for music and, and dancing with my mom I suppose that yeah. really interested me in, in, mm. in, in, in music and then it, that led me to ballroom dancing he's or? actually the first the guy that got or the, yeah. he bought me my first electric guitar I don't know it was, it was a really good place to start so yeah. so really what kind of dancing did is, is like, like a lot of people um, who uh or a lot of kids and I can't speak for everybody but I know I'm not the only one a lot of kids you know you want to be something but uh, you spend more time in front of the, the better mirror acting like you're Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden than actually putting in the time trying to practice and be Bruce Dickinson or somebody like you be your own Bruce Dickinson yeah. from Iron Maiden yeah. if you get my drift like I just I wasn't it was more of an idea like I wanted to be like I had it in my imagination how exciting it would be to, to be the, the something like a rock star or whatever you want to call it but reality is i wasn't really i wasn't willing, willing to put in the effort and even when it came to playing guitar i just i i always just noodled around with it never really got hardcore into like you know i tried taking lessons you know i have friends and i don't uh i have friends who have excelled as you know they are still professional musicians and by excels i mean like they're you know it's their chosen profession and they make a living i'm not saying that they're playing on stage at you know madison square it's some major venue yeah. in, in the states but yeah. you know they uh so i was surrounded by people who who played music and i was given an opportunity by my parents to play music but i mm. was just a lazy little brat and never really took advantage of it but uh it stuck with me through the years so and thankfully it was one it was the thing uh I know at some point I'm probably going to end up leading into this anyways, but it was music and uh, specifically cigar box guitars that were the vehicle that I used after many years to take uh, you know myself out of uh, a, a, a life of addiction, like a, a substance abuse, yeah. very terrible, terrible, terrible substance abuse. Yeah. So it was the thing that was waiting for me when I was coming out of it, and I really... Mm. Uh, really latch on to it. Some people latch on to cooking. Or, yeah. 
yeah. faith or so how did you... something else. But my, my thing yeah. was music and uh, you know, and it wasn't even like I didn't need to. I don't. I don't, I don't need to play. In fact, I can't. I'm not a. I'm not a performer. I don't like playing in front of people. I have a tough enough tough enough time playing in front of my you know, my best friend who I live with. Uh, and uh, you know, so it's not like performance is really my thing. But um, yeah, the, the the joy and the satisfaction and the the uh, all the other stuff that I could get into, you know, at some point, like that's the stuff that really drew me to, to building and playing uh, these instruments. So, yeah. it's Sorry, Glenn, really bear, with me, for bear with me two seconds. Daniel, can you please get that ball for him? Sorry, my dog. It's it's my dog. It's my dog. I've got a Jack Russell, and he's absolutely insane. And he, he puts he puts ball. He has this green ball, and he puts this green ball places where he can't get it. Yeah. And then he gets upset that he can't get it. So then you have to go and get the ball for him, and that, therefore you're interacting with him. And then you throw the ball. And of course, he gets the ball, and then goes and puts it back where he can't get it. So that's his new <laughs> game at the moment. Until we rouse on him and say, so "Stop playing that game." <laughs> so now you said. That cigar, the cigar box guitars, are one of the things that you turn to. So, talk to me about how did you find them? How did you discover cigar box guitars? I think because in Australia, it's not. It, some people may disagree with me, but we we have our own roots instruments that you know coming back from the colonial past, and you know if you if you think back to if you think Daniel, please, mate. If you, I know, you know, he's playing the game. <laughs> if you think back to, like, Australia's colonial past and things like that, when, you know, people people basically went bush and they, would, they were setting up farms and homesteads and, you know, back in the late, 18, you know, the, the 1800s and all that sort of stuff. So we have our own bush instruments. But the idea of a cigar box guitar, it's not something that we kind of grow, I suppose, we don't really grow up with, with those in, instruments as such. A lot of our music was bush music and things like that, which derived more from the English from the English uh, folk music, that type of thing. And um, so we, for us, blues music was a later, American blues was uh, a later addition to, you know, our, our library, you know, if, if, so to speak. How... So for us to discover cigar box guitars, it's usually because we're we're discovering something about America. You know, it's something that we or we're interested in music, we're interested in blues, and therefore we kind of go down that that route where we we, we look at the American American music, the the roots music that you know from from the late eighteen hundreds, the early nineteen hundreds. You know, how did how did you come across it? That is a great question, and I don't know how I don't want to like uh, dominate. Like, I, I am prone to in uh, situations like this where it's just me and in this case you, so me and one other person. If you let me go, sometimes I'll start rambling. So Good. ramble. For, you can cut. All right, you can cut in at any time. But like, um, where and how and all that kind of stuff. So imagine. All right, imagine this. Now, um, you 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 come to, and by come to, I mean you don't awake like you're not you're, you, you don't waken from anything like you're coming to like you're coming to from being passed out and yeah. I, don't worry, don't get me wrong I'm, don't don't worry i'm not gonna swear or anything like that which is unlike me but i won't swear and all this other jazz but i, I do want to give you like a bit of an understanding of where i'm coming from and how and why the whole cigar box guitar but life thing uh but you're coming to and it's pitch dark like there's not a light around you don't know where you are and uh you're face down 
uh, the first thing I, I think that you're, you know, and I, by you, I'm sorry, I mean I. So I come to, and uh, I'm face down, and I can't see a thing because there, there is no light from nowhere. It's pitch black, and and you know, and my hands are feeling round, and I'm face down on cold tile, and as I'm moving my hands, you know, I, I, I move them into like broken glass, large chunks of broken glass, and uh, I'm coming to as opposed to coming awake uh because uh, i i'm drunk you know and then i'm mm. passed out and um and i'm coming to on a bathroom floor um and it's uh and i'm coming to in a bathroom floor with broken glass on it because at some point i must have stumbled into the bathroom and knocked over a bunch of stuff and just fall into the floor and passed out drunk uh again uh and this is the problem the reason i'm actually starting with this is that this is something that happened not uh, you know, the broken glass wasn't really uh, a regular thing, but that happened every night for uh, uh, for the better part of twenty some twenty plus years. Mm. Uh, a scenario just like that. Um, now, unfortunately, or fortunately, this time I was passed out on the bathroom floor that I'm really specifically recalling in, in broken glass, uh, and uh, that wasn't home, which means I had not dripped. Um, unfortunately, that was a huge part of. Aside from all my substance abuse and various substances at that. Uh, the one that was always my, my, my go-to was alcohol and, uh, that scenario, which I'm spelling out, uh, thankfully happened somewhere where I wasn't home because oftentimes I would just get in my car and drive home and, mm. uh, somehow make it there and do the pass out thing at home, uh, and then come to sometime in the morning. Um, that was, uh, unfortunate. It sounds ridiculous. Like maybe like, you know, it is, sometimes it was in jail. Um, <clears throat> but it was uh, that was how I lived my life. That's uh, it was during a time uh, over half my life when uh, I lost music. I mm. still listen to it sometimes, but I certainly didn't play it. Uh, I lost my way in a lot of things. And every in the you know I'm not this does actually relate to, to the cigar box guitar thing. I'm not trying to get no, off no, track so, here. No, no, it's but it's... But, um, but excuse me. But I uh, <clears throat> that happened. Uh, every night and uh, during that time well, like I said over half my life I uh, had lost music and lost my way and lost, uh, lost a lot of things it's not how uh, anyone wants to live and each day almost each day every day I woke up or came to I said this is this is the last day you know this isn't going to happen again and every day within several hours within sometimes just a few hours of having said that it was back to uh, abusing whatever I was abusing, abusing at the time but like I said most of the time it was alcohol and um, towards the end of that, mm. I was working in a bar uh, for a man whom I love like a father and still do to this day, mm. to this moment. And uh, he was aware that I had a problem, but like a lot of people who have substance abuse problems, um, not all of us, but uh, a lot, like a lot of people, they, it's, uh, it's something that you uh, learn to, to uh, integrate into your life and to hide from other people. And... Uh, I think I hid some of it from him, at least the, the most concerning parts. Uh, but like I said, I, I worked for him at a bar. Clearly not the place where somebody who has an alcohol problem should be uh, working, you know. But uh, that was my life. And uh, towards the uh, – so <clears> – and when I finally left, uh, which was very difficult uh, in, a, in a number of ways, uh, the thing that was there for me 
was still because uh, that was also my you know not only was it all I knew in life the only thing that I was I felt I was ever good at which was tending bar like bartending mm. you know talking to people uh, serving drinks serving food uh, catering basically serving people being of service to, to people being of service to them uh, physically in the sense that like I'm giving something to them that they want or I'm the, I'm the medium between them and what they want and I'm also serving them on, uh, 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 by uh, giving them an opportunity to get once you step through the door of that bar you are getting away from your life or at least putting yourself in a position to let loose of it for a little bit and so i felt like this is how i could serve it this is and this is what i was good at and i was i was good at um a few years before actually i left that bar is where i met my dear friend um and somebody who has served at times uh, and still does uh, as a mentor of sorts, uh, not willingly does he do it, but uh, he, he does nonetheless, whether he likes it or not. And that man, as, uh, as some people may know, is uh, Ben Baker. Mm. And Ben, when I met Ben, he was he was working in town, the town that I was working in. He came into the to the to the bar, and you know he um, was friends with the owner. Mm. Uh, I befriended him, and was this we, uh, before was this before CB Giddy? As such? Yeah, actually it was before. And um, he was doing something else in town. <laughs> and uh, he started... I, I, at that time, I probably heard about it several times from him in conversation, but I didn't always retain every single bit of information in, at the state that I was in because monkeys don't sell bananas. And mm. I was, whilst I was working at the bar, I was drinking heavily. Uh, but he uh, had started a business in his basement of his home. And... Um, I don't. I, I'm not, I don't want to. I'd rather he tell his story because I don't want to get any of it wrong. But he started a business in his home, and I actually, while while tenant bar, I started working for him one day a week, just a few hours a day, just yeah. trying to help out uh, because his whatever he was doing, which was start, start, he had been started selling fret wire, and then he started selling parts for building instruments. Uh, I was helping him out do that. Now I was now I before this I had never heard of cigar box guitars, never really considered hand building instruments. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I never really considered much of anything because I was constantly uh, not sober. Yeah. Uh, but he he ended up bringing a couple of instruments through, and they piqued my interest, but they didn't really latch in. I didn't latch onto them. Yeah. So again, I'm still tending bar, still drinking. Now I, I start working for him one day a week, a few hours a day. Uh, and then several months later, as his business grew, uh, and he shifted from his, his business, he shifted his business from his home to uh, 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 another location. Um, shortly after he did that, or sometime after he did that, I, uh, I finally successfully left tending bar for good uh, and sobered up the uh, that day. Um, and started working shortly after that. Within a couple of weeks, I, I started working for Ben full time, and um, the rest is history. You know, he, yeah. he kept on growing the business and kept on taking on bigger projects and more people, and things have really gone from there. But uh, I, I kind of left a little bit out. I, I know because this is not something I'm, I normally do is talk like about this stuff. But I, uh, he. Uh, when I first started working for him, I think people have this impression that working for Ben, or CB, Giddy Crafter Supply, we're just, you know, I'm standing around uh, building guitars all day and nothing is further from the truth. Um, the business is much, much more than just building guitars. That's actually a relatively small part of the business. And 
the business really is about you building your guitars. Mm. Or, and, uh, and, you know, if, 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 by you, I mean people in general. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just trying to, I'm, you know, but uh, by by a lot by facilitating the ability through several different channels, you know, them being, you know, education, inspiration, the actual products, you know, enabling other people and uh, empowering other mm. people to build their own hand music, hand built, hand built musical instruments. And so when I started working for Ben, it was still quite a while before he even introduced his first cigar box guitar production model, if you will. Um, he had, I think he had sold a few on uh, through his business of a friend of his that uh, was building them. Yeah. Uh, but Ben finally came up with a, a production model and yeah. started selling that. And even then, I wasn't really involved in building cigar box guitars. What's up, homie? And Hello. I, uh, That's my mic. Hey, buddy. I just want to show you something. Sorry. Daniel's just Daniel's just made this. Hi. And Mia, that's, that's me and my daughter. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, How are you? I made a smaller one. And they've made the, these, these little pipes. So it's like a, kind of like a pan flute? Yeah, like a pan flute. They've used straws and cardboard and some, I think I had some fabric, some tape. fabric tape or some gaffer tape or something just to tape it all together. That's you want really to play that? Cool. Good job. Not a bad job. All right, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Looks awesome. Well done. Sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful job. Oh, You'll have to do a concert for us later. <laughs> but that's what it's about, isn't it? That's what yep. it's about. Just build. And, that's and, exactly, you're right. That's yeah. Exactly what it's about. It's building. It's just so a, that that's, that about rounds. I mean, I'm not gonna say rounds it out, but that, I mean that's that's the brief overview of Adam. Like that's it was yeah. it was a good thing for me to fall into. Like it was all, um, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It was because uh, I don't I don't really I'm not a huge fan of the word luck, but um, fortuitous maybe. It, Fort- but I was at the right place at yeah. the right time. Yeah, so it worked out. Yeah. So let's. I mean, with Giddy and with building, yeah. I mean it's. I look at what you're doing, and, and every now and again, and I love this because you did say to me, oh, "I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a player, and I don't play much in front of people." Well, that's not necessarily true because you play in front of thousands of people each time you do those videos and put your one finger, the one finger chords, out out on video, and um, they're wonderful. They're absolutely fantastic, and I know a lot of people uh, see a lot of people in the comments, and um, it's it's marvelous to see. All of those, you know, all those songs taking shape, and and uh, and I got to learn. What was one of my favourite ones? Uh, the John Denver one, "Country Road." And I used to, oh man, I used to love that song when I was a kid. I loved that song. You know, it was. Uh, I used to listen to because um, I always connected that song for some stupid reason. I don't know why, but probably maybe he sang the song. I don't know, but with Grizzly Adams. The old show. Do you remember okay. Grizzly Adams with Ben the Bear and 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 um, and I always connected that song for some reason. I always loved those two songs. So Country Road by John Denver and then uh, Maybe There's a World Where We Don't Have to Run. Maybe that one, you know, from the, the yeah, theme song yeah, from yeah. that. And I still remember that song to this day. I think it was about. I think it was on telly about seven hundred years ago, and um, it's. Uh, I always connected with those songs, and when you played that, I was like. Oh wow! I haven't heard that in years, and I was—I was driving. I think I was driving the wife and the kids absolutely insane with that song for about a week. I sit the foot one finger up and down the neck on a guitar I'd made. That's awesome. You know? It's a great song, you know. It is a great um, song. I don't care what anybody says. How do you not like that song? I, 
I think you need to put some sort of compendium together. I think it's some sort because of, you've so you've got the you've got the website, don't you? You've you've got the you've got the website, your own website. Yeah, uh, just for all intents and just to, just to to be to be clear, I'm. I'll let you continue, Adam. But like even that, like I, I gave up and kind of just like took everything off it and just I, I'm not really. I don't. No one should ever look to me for being like very. Uh, consistent with my online presence i definitely hop around a bit and like, yeah. like i tend to like cut off a limb and cauterize it by yeah. by like deleting everything and moving it somewhere else or whatever yeah. it's never out of like resentment or bitterness it's just like I, I i'm constantly uh what's the word i'm looking for um unsatisfied with myself and the things that i do so mm. I, I i get I, I feel like you know nothing's ever good yeah. enough and you know I've, I've had my butt my finger hovering over the delete option on my Google account several times which yeah. unfortunately would delete my YouTube channel and uh, I don't think that it's anything special but I know that a few people have gotten some value out of it and that's the only reason why I haven't even deleted that yeah. so I think uh, a lot I mean I think a lot of people do a lot of people like even here in, here when you know I'm chatting with people uh, here in Australia uh, about cigar box guitars and, and builders I mean you're, I wouldn't say a household name, but when it comes to the cigar box guitar building fraternity, you're one of the you're one of the people that like the Glenn Kaisers, like the the you know the the, the Ben Giddy Baker, you know the the the, the Justin Johnsons, the the okay, Shane yeah, Spiel. Yeah, you to put me in a category that I don't belong. I appreciate it. I know, I, I know that, but, but and so and that, that being said, it's very kind of you. You're a very like, humble like, man. Gonna... But this is this is where a lot of people. I'm going to say it because because the people that I talk to, this is where um, a lot of people sit you. This is this is because you've you've built this and pro- maybe unwittingly and maybe un unwantingly, maybe for for lack of a better word, um, you've built a fan base because yeah. you know and a lot of and it's not to say that that people know you but I think you're um, the latest one that you did on the, the dads for the American uh, Father's Day the the guitar. Uh, and that was another one. Just when Glenn's face comes on the comes on the comes on YouTube or on, on you go, oh, what's he doing now? You know, it's 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 a lovely thing because you always got a big smile and you're always, you know, you 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 always put forward a very positive um, positive vibe. I think, and that's and that's a, a very welcome thing. I think this day this day and age, and maybe it doesn't put across how you're actually feeling that day, but the simple fact that you seem to have created in the three years that that I've been watching YouTube and and look and religiously researching cigar box guitars and builders and people in the business and people in the in the industry, uh, so to speak. Um, you're you're one of those you're one of those people who I feel are a very positive, um, very positive. Every time you get up, you have you've created this persona, if you will. And maybe maybe you you, you haven't tried to, but you definitely have it. And it's probably the persona that we see on the video is probably quite different than you know the, than Glenn Watt at home with the with the cat on the head. <laughs> No, that's the persona I'm talking about right now. (laughs) 
For those of you who aren't watching, Glenn has put a cat on his head. It's a it's a superimposed cat yeah, on the video that we've got. All sorts of things that yeah. Facebook allows you to do. Now. <laughs> but um, so. yeah, it's it's. So I'm just saying it's it, having that um, having that that information at, at your fingertips as a builder, and especially as a as a newbie, I think of people coming coming forwards. Um, who are looking to build, whether or not they're in England or whether they're in Australia or the Netherlands or, or Brazil or the fact that, as you said before we started recording, the fact that we've got this World Wide Web, um, you are one of those cigar box guitar personalities that people, you know, that people look at. And I, say, and I say that respectfully and I say that with a warm heart because, we, you know, I think a lot of people, we do look at what you do and the building that you do. And, and I think... Um, you're off cider as well, you know. You're off cider at work, and I, I don't want to uh, delve into personal life or anything like that. But you definitely have an off cider who's also been putting put some videos out, who is also a very very talented builder, and um, Farley, and it's oh yeah, yeah, who is uh, has been building some absolutely beautiful instruments. Um, yeah, dude, she's. I, I got to be honest with you. Like, listen, and I, I know this doesn't do anybody a bit of good who's actually listening to this. What I'm gonna do, Adam. I'm walking outside because I'm sitting, you know, in her house, yeah. tiny house. Look at this. Look at look at behind me. Breathing Come fire. Look at this little thing that she built. I know, I know, but I'm doing it anyway. It's like a, this thing's incredible. So like, yeah. when, you, when you say something to the effect of like, yeah, yeah, she's built a beautiful instrument. This how the next thing. Like I can't tell you. Like I can't stress to you enough. Like I'm breathing fire. Ah! <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, I did. Give me breathing fire. Ah! Oh, I took it off. Hey, Farley. That's Adam saying hi. If he's from Bourbon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Like, everything, everything that, like, you got to understand that it's... It's not recording. I, uh, you know, it, it was great to, to fall into Cigar Boss guitars, I get sober, but, uh, you know, I, I tell Farley most every day, you know, how much that, uh, it's hard, it's really difficult to tell her how much I love her. And it's, you know, it's it, it, one of the reasons why is because of the, the kind of artistry that i'm surrounded with on a daily mm. basis so whether it be you know in this tiny house or any one of these hundreds of things that, that surround me yeah. uh, uh, uh in my daily life i can point to it and be like this is something that she's done this is something that she's done and it's i'm constantly i'm surrounded by creativity mm. on a daily basis on a minute by minute basis and so to not be somehow influenced by that or inspired by that it would yeah. be well, that's a beautiful I'm, house too strange. it's we we watched as we watched those videos as you, as you were picking the lot the and and you know it, going through that process of, of putting it together and it was uh, it's 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 wonderful it's a really uh, a, a it's a piece of art isn't it really as well not just a yeah, place to live and it's not like in because I I tend to lean towards the, the utilitarian so like in life I tend to lean towards the utilitarian so whether it be you know I live out of I you know I live out of my backpack. You know, a tiny, you know, it's a tiny little backpack. You know, I'm thankful to have a rusty old pickup truck, uh, and uh, the, the guitars that I build for myself, myself, are literally like a stick in a box. Yeah. You know I mean, and if I'm feeling fancy, I'm gonna fret it, and I don't really build that much for myself, anyways. Uh, yeah. Um, I like things to be utilitarian. I, I, I'm not a big fan of frills. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm wearing the, the same old janky plaid flannel that you can, you know, I've got two or whatever. It's and she, on the other hand, you know, her, her her stuff is utilitarian, but it's aesthetically, it's it's it's, it's remarkable. I mean, she does, it, it's like it, it's, it, some people just have this thing, this knack, like they just they they open up, like their eyes open up, and then 
everything that comes out of them on that day seems to be like just head shaking beauty. Like yeah. I can't, you know. It, so it's it's being living with that and being surrounded by that kind of inspiration is. I mean, it's hard to describe. It's 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 hard not to be affected by it. And there's like a guy out there, like I don't I don't remember his. I think Jim Rohn. R-O-H-N, like yeah. Jim Rohn is sort of like one of these uh, states, I think, I don't know if he's even alive, I think he was a motivational speaker, but mm. his uh, this idea isn't unique, uh, it's not profound new material, but I believe he espoused this value of, you know, you are the surround, you are who you surround yourself with, you are the yep. average of the five people you surround yourself with, mm. and so by, you know, by, by having somebody in such close proximity to me on a daily basis and, and, and be, you know, so personally involved with it, it's, it's that's, that's, really good for me <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it's, wonderful it's helped me to grow up quite a bit so yeah but uh, so i just i wanted to get back just just very very briefly would you would you it's my kids are in and out now um it's awesome oh it's just it's it's never dull you know life is life is <laughs> life is life is never dull although you would like it to be dull occasionally it it's sure. never dull Dogs are barking. Yeah. Kids are in and out of the house, and you know it's 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 a nice it's a it's a good world. It's a nice place to nice place to be. Um, uh, yeah, because you, you were talking before about bouncing between the because uh, initially we could find you on like if we want to find out what Glenn's up to and what he's building and what he's doing. Um, obviously, there's the uh, the CB Giddy um, uh, videos that come out. Ben Ben puts out the videos. I, I do really like what he's doing at the moment with the um, uh, with the art boxes. And yeah. I don't know. Oh, my dog's my dog's actually barking now at the tree loppers. And if oh, he was good. if he was five times the size, I think I'd let him go at them. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we we've got. Oh, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Um, Yes, yeah, so we've got the videos that, that, that we can find through uh, through CB Giddy and through Ben. There's also, where's the best place? Because we don't see you as much on Facebook anymore. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I, yes, that's correct. I mean, the, the, like anything that I've, like any resources that, are, that may even be of remote value to somebody will probably be on, be on my YouTube channel. And, okay. you know, I, I do dabble in... You know, I, as you can see, I popped back on Facebook, um, and I'm just I'm kind of walking back into it slowly. So I am back on Facebook a little bit. Yeah. You know, I kind of dipped my toe into Instagram land for a little bit. You know, and I tried doing my own website, but I gotta be honest with you, like it's hard to find the time. <laughs> well, here's the deal. No, that's a really good point, Adam. Like, it's like I'm not trying to. Like, I'm not trying to change, the, you know, I, I've got nothing, I got a job, you know what I mean, and, and I, I'm, I'm thankful for it, and, and, and I got stuff to do in life, and all this other stuff, I got, my, I, I'm still not retired, you know, I'm 43, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm uneducated, you know, I don't, mm. uh, I'm unskilled, so I mean, like, I, I work, you know what I mean, yeah. and like, what I'm doing online, like, has been exciting, yeah. and when I first start, when I first started, I was all about it, like, not because I thought, like, it was going to, Oh, I'm gonna make a million dollars, fun and profit. No, like yeah. it was, I was excited and still am. It's just that 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 kind of excitement hasn't shifted, but it's pivoted. Like yeah. it's, it's it's still in the same spot. It's just it's in a slightly different direction. Yeah. Uh, and the the reason I have found value for myself personally, satisfaction, fulfillment online, is because it's been able to uh, to provide some sort. Of, listen, like I, I'm not an expert in anything. 
right? And, 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 and some of the people that are closest to me get tired of me always prefacing things that I tell them with, like, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about and all this other stuff. Because I don't. Like, I'm just a guy who, who picks up some things here and there. And all I'm doing is I'm turning around and I'm trying to share them with somebody else who I think may find some sort of value, may find joy, may bring some happiness into their life. Like, listen, man, running a stick through a box and putting some strings on it and, and playing a little rinky-dink slide, I'm never going to be Shane Spiel or anybody else like that. I mean, like, it's just not going to happen. Well, there's only one, there's only one Shane Spiel, isn't there? <laughs> what, there's that? only one Shane Spiel, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, uh, but, you know, and it's, I, I just... It's it, like when I come home, it's not the first thing I do. Like I don't pick up a guitar or a hammer or anything like that. Like it's just something I find a real. When I first when I first got sober, it was my vehicle to to, to find. It doesn't. And I'm not going to get into like the whole sobriety thing again. But like you know, it was uh, you know building and playing was my vehicle to to, to practice acceptance and gratitude and humility. Mm. Um, and then it, it became a, a, the larger thing for cigar box guitars in my life became being able to to be of service to other people again to find to find fulfillment in serving other people. Mm. And, and, and by, I was like, man, I've learned how to do this. Like I, I can run a stick through a box and uh, I'll let, I, I, I'm going to show somebody else that how they can do it if they want. Yeah. And, and moreover, like I have found that I, mean, I was already familiar with playing six string a little bit. So, I mean, I, I knew how to play some chords, but like one of the, one of the hurdles uh, for me, even as a, as a, as a and listen, I ski like three, I ski like once every seven years, but I don't call myself a skier. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Like, so like I, I play music now and again, but I don't call myself a musician, you know? And, and so like, I, I just knew around the guitar, make me feel good. Uh, but when I picked up a three string guitar, like in, and learning that one, five, one G D G D A D E B E, whatever you want to it with, but that one, five power chord tuning. Yeah. You know, like, I gotta be honest with you, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what is, what is this? Ah, what do you do with it? You know, like, I was like, what is, is there anything you can even do with this? And uh, after a little bit of time, noodling around, I was like, no, you can make a lot of music with this. And, and and the thing is, is like, the barrier to entry to playing music is, is, is ne- am I keeping you too long right now? No, it's okay. All right, but, you know, the barrier to entry is like, is nothing, man. Like, I understand, listen, I, was, I came into this world, and I know this. You're, this may sound like a little tricky right now. You're like, "Oh, where are you, where are you going with this, Glenn?" But I came into this world uh, with a leg up on most people because, and I'm not saying this with bravado, or, or I'm not saying this with uh, uh, like any sort of like, like like I had it coming or anything like that. But I was born a white male in the United States of America. Yeah. Like so, I. I'm not stupid. Like I know that I got a leg up on, on a lot of people elsewhere. I think and, it's, and so, it's like, the same. To say that my, it's certainly the my same in Australia. To, you know, my, my barrier to entry or the barriers to entry for me, like building, like were low because like I could afford to yeah. get you know a, a rasp and a file, and I could afford to get a coping saw, and I could afford to get like a mallet. Mm. You know what I mean? So like I'm not. I, I don't want to take it away from anybody who's like, you know living a lot more difficultly you know with a lot more difficulties than i am like yeah. so i'm not trying to but by saying like oh anybody can do this well you know maybe some people can't because they don't have the resources yeah. available to them as easily as i did like i can still you know get which ironically is where up, these instruments you know. started what's it which ironically is where these instruments started it was with people right. who didn't have right. the the means to i uh, to, to to buy or to purchase or even get to a shop so what did you do? You used, you know, you used the side of a barn and two, right. 
you know, large, large nails and, and fence wire or what, or broom wire or whatever you could get your hands on. It's and and I think I'm probably guilty of this as well. As well is that I think with what I've done is I've turned the humble cigar box guitar into a simplified electric guitar in many cases. Um, you know, with the pickups and with the steel bridges and with the, you know, with the, you know, with the uh, the Wilkinson tuning machines and you know and and the you know and the you know if I'm feeling you know and you know we're going oh look I can go and buy some Gotos or something like that. Um, you know, I've only ever built one cigar box guitar that had tension. You know, timber tension. Uh, peg, you know, pegs for 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 machine heads. Um, you know, it's. But when you've got access to, you know, when you've got access to, to, to you know, to companies like CB Giddy or uh, uh, M M G, I think Michael Breed loves new company or you know Mark over here in Australia with M R W S. Um, when you've got access to these companies or even to you know eBay or any of the plethora of, of other guitar supply web, you know, supply stores. We're very, I think we're very privileged, in a way, yes. to be able to use that. But yes. in some, in some ways, it, it, I don't want to say it takes away from because it, it's a modern adaption of. Um, it's, I, I think it's our way maybe of, firstly, building something that we love. Yeah. Or we like, or you know, or a craft, or in my case, what I do with my school kids because I've got a group of eight um, kids who are at you know at risk kids who um, who are building cigar box guitars and diddly bows and uh, and things like that. And I mean, I that's my way of kind of giving giving back a little uh, a, a little bit there. But awesome. we we are creating this. Um, Version maybe of something that that did start through necessity and through utmost poverty. So I understand where you're coming from. hundred uh, percent understand where you're coming from with the, with that ideal. But I think if it's done respectfully, um, even now because I, I, I've got I've gone through this stage with one of the guitars that I build, which you know, which is the the Lightning Boy guitar that I do, and it's uh, you know it is that kind of simplified electric guitar, and, and that's. 25 inch scale, fully fretted, pickup, volume, tone, see, all that sort of stuff. But let me stop you. Let me stop you right there, real quick, because I want you to continue. But I want it to be known that what you build, what you make, Adam, is top level stuff in my book. I see that stuff and my jaw drops. Like I love the stuff that you build. Oh, thank and I, you. I don't know if anybody's listening that hasn't seen it. But you're doing yourself a favor. Well, we have a listening audience to... of three, so the, those three people. Are... <laughs> right, whatever they, they've got to like, in, in, even if it's after the fact, like they've got to go see the stuff. Like I know how to build high, high level stuff, and it's a pleasure to look at. I mean, so like what you're bringing to the cigar box guitar world, if if one wants to consider it that, is just really cool stuff. And, and, and to say that you're, even, you know, and I know that you work with children, and it's, it's, I didn't really, I didn't realize they're at risk youths. But to work with at-risk kids and to bring music into their lives, it may not entirely change the direction of where they they could be heading. Mm. But it gives them that little bump, that little elevation, like in, mm. in, a, in, a, in that in the dynamics of life. I would tend to think that building their own instrument and playing something on it, even if it's just strumming a chord, just mm. one, 
gives them that one little elevation in their life that it's going to always be something that they come back yeah. to. Like, I found that one time, and it was because of that, you know, Mr. Harrison, that I found that. Like, that is something... I mean, you just can't put a price. I mean, you no, can't put it's, kind of it's value pri- on that yeah, it's pri- it's priceless, and they and they're just the, the 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 loveliest group of kids. They're just the you know the sweet sweet as you know. Um, at the school that we're at at the moment, we've actually got a we've actually got quite a large percentage of um of of kids that are coming through, um you know from Syria, and these kids are re- these kids not only are they refugees, but they're also orphans um in in some cases, and it's you know when you get into the story of of you know, of what's happening out in, in the world out there, it's, you know, when you see these little these little boys and girls, it's just, you know, it, it's heartbreaking. So anything, you know, anything, like when you see one of, one of my kids, it, it, it's very emotional, you know, because one of the kids who, uh, he'd never completed anything. He'd never, because he'd never had a chance to, he'd never had a chance to actually complete. And when he completed this guitar, and it had bamboo frets, you know, because they wanted it fretted. I said, do you want to have frets on it or do you want to use the slide? They went, no, we want it to be like yours. Like, you know, with the... I said, all right, okay. All right, so, you know, and these poor little guys, but bamboo frets are merciless. They're merciless on your fingers. They're just, they're shocking. And, oh, but he came and he showed me this little progression that he'd done on the, you know, when oh. he finally finished it and took it home. And it was just, yeah, it was just... Uh, oh. So I always suggest if there's any if there's any way that you know if there's any way that people can you know in their jobs or whatever just get instruments into kids' hands it's just regardless of where they come from it's it's just the most incredible fit like with Daniel and Mia now you know they they come down with me under the house and they're very privileged let's be honest they're very privileged in there you know because you know whenever they want to come down they can always use the scrap timber I've got or anything and Mia's built her own Mia's seven and she's built her own she built her own little diddly bow and all it was was a, a 10 inch piece of oak with a you know a mini diddly bow it was just a cigar box one of the punch cigar boxes with a little piece of timber that only just fit over the top a couple of sound holes punched in and a tuner and a piece of wood and that was it and it was that long and she used to she used it you know she'd hit the strings and used a like a pencil pen or something just to make the noise and she said daddy can you take that to the markets and sell it for me so i said yes i'll take it to the markets and sell it for you you know and uh it's yeah it's just so when you see kids are kids are so capable of building of building these things and with the most because my kids at, at school they don't use power tools there's no power tools because they're not allowed to use it because of ohs whereas back in back in our day when we were kids you know but yeah there's the bandsaw over there figure out how to use it yourself if you come back with all your fingers you know it's been a good day uh you know so it's it's an amazing thing but getting back to the to the guitars and like even with myself you know i go through these stages where i'm, I'm really focused on building electric guitars as such but at the moment, I'm going back to very simplified guitars. You know, at the moment, with I, I, I went out and I thought, well, I want to build these instruments and, and, and make them out of the simplest of things. So it's basically just simple pine. You know, I've got pine, a couple of lengths of pine that I, that, I, that I had about and, you know, and do, putting piezos. So I've gone back into piezos and everything. So I think it's very cyclical. I think everything we do, we do in a, you know, it's good to have that cycle. And I think... The versatility of the cigar box guitar is that you can get so many different sounds out of it. You can go from playing heavy metal 
You know, yeah. you can play thrash on a three-string guitar. It's it's very easy. Drop D, off you go, and, and you can play some fantastic metal progressions if you've got frets, even a slide. Um, I, seem to recall, I seem to recall Mark playing metal on guitar, on guitars really well. Mark? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Wilmot? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. He's, he comes from kind of a, a, I think, a punk metal kind of background. Uh, he's yeah. yeah he's he's great and uh, it was really lovely last night to see he put out a uh, a picture on Instagram um, because he's been so busy with what he does you know he's kind of the if you want to use he's the kind of he's in Australia what what Ben is over you know in the states and he's been so busy with that and all these other projects and he's been building like these four string solid body guitars as well which are beautiful um, instruments. Nice. But it was lovely last night to see he put he's he's fi- finished another he's finished a cigar box guitar, you know because he's he's uh, so it was, I was really excited when I saw it last night. I was like, yes, he's done it. He's had a chance to kind of finish another one of it, another one of those guitars because he doesn't get a lot of time to actually build his own guitars. Um, so it was great to see that last night to see his his uh, a completed another one of his guitars that's been completed so it's it's very good apparently it's easy for him to get the parts though you know so what do you want so, <laughs> yeah. so now, he knows a guy right yeah he knows a guy now before we go uh glad because i've just been, i could mate i could sit here and talk to you for days god it's um but but i'm mindful of the time but um before we go i suppose this this i always try and ask two questions before we finish up and yeah. I suppose the first thing is the there's two. The first one is the um, and I haven't pre and listeners I haven't preempted him with this at all. So, all right, the first one is your top tip for beginning builders. What's your top tip? Oh jeez, oh. well, I got to be honest with you on the fly. I don't really you know or I, I didn't really. Hmm, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I'll give it. All right, the, the the more head in the clouds tip is to have some patience with yourself. I mean, it's a generic thing, but have some fun. Like, that's, I think too many people, well, people can do whatever they want, and wherever they find satisfaction and enjoyment, like, that's all the power to you. Uh, But I, I find that so often people... Dudes, I mean, listen, 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 listen. I mean, I'm not saying there's not female builders, but the, the, the numbers skew towards males. Mm. And uh, I think dudes tend to like want to build like a, a PRS or a Jackson or something mm. like right out of the gate. You know, I mean, like you know, the cigar box guitar version version of that. Yeah. And I, I think you know, the head in the clouds tip is to just like relax. You know, it's okay for your first, maybe your first 100, but definitely your first guitar just let it be a stick in a box man throw some tuners on there and, and throw a, a pencil in there for the bridge and just just to get your feet wet just to like strum something and, and and have it be fretless and play a little slide even if you don't like what am i doing with a slide it, it just have some fun with it man it's i think too often we especially dudes we come out of the gate like wanting to build the the, the the thing that's going to change the world because I, like we don't have the time or we don't we don't want to mess around with childish things or something or whatever the, mm. the, the story is but like start simple man like you gotta you gotta walk before you run whatever kind of cliche you want to use but that head in the cloud step is to, is to take it easy you know just to have some have some fun building the first one just or however many but uh, and to have some patience and some fun with yourself the more practical tip would be 
like, um, <laughs> use hard work for it. <laughs> use hard work for an act. Don't use soft work. No. But more, I don't really have like a practical tip. Like, it, outside of like, oh, okay, the practical tip, I mean, I don't need to, nobody's going to get anything out of this, but like, use YouTube. It, yeah. I, you know, for the, especially for your first one. Like, just use YouTube. There's, it's, if you don't have patience to search a couple of videos, like, then you, maybe you gotta find something else to do or something. But, like, it's all there, anyways. Unfortunately, sometimes you gotta, like, go from video to video and watch more than one to get the kind of information that speaks to you or resonates with yeah. you or is, is helpful to you. Like, I, I am not under the impression that there, and that a lot of people like my stuff. Definitely not under that impression. I know that it may have helped a few people, mm. but I'm not like, I'm not blind, like, hey, look at my stuff. You should check out my stuff. No, man, like, there's different stuff for everybody. I know there's plenty of guys out there who are posting the how-to videos and how to play, how to build, how to have a good time. Like, then find them. It's it's YouTube, man. It's, it, 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 there's plenty of resources out there, but use YouTube and have some patience with yourself. Like, it's, it, it, and that's, I guess that's really my biggest thing, is just have some patience and have some fun. Like, it's not, you don't have to build a, a Gibson Les Paul yeah. version of a, you know, of your guitar on your first one out. Cool, man. All right, and the final question for today, before I send you on your way and you can enjoy your evening, is what's your secret weapon at work? What's what's your what's your katana? What's your ninja sword? What is your what is your secret tool? The secret weapon? Oh God, you're gonna you're gonna hate me for this. Um, head in the cloud stuff is gratitude. Like, I know everybody's like, ah, anybody who's listening is going to be moaning, oh, what is this going Oh, come on, Glenn. <laughs> it, right. It's, it's gratitude. I can't tell you how, how difficult it can be. <sighs> gratitude gets me through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So whether it be making a mistake on something or just working with other people or whatever the case may be, like, it's easy to lose my perspective or a healthy perspective when I let my ego get in the way. So whether it be ego and wanting to build a, this really cool thing or my ego being that I messed up on this really simple thing or my ego building that why are they building something and that, or you know, mm. whatever the case is, like it's just too easy to, it can be too easy to, to lose sight of a, a healthy perspective and, and to, to, to remain grateful for just the ability to be able to put a stick on a box and make music with it will make everything I'm not saying lower your standards or lower the mm. bar to happiness but being grateful for what you have and what you're capable of and what you can do what this unbelievable blessing that we all have to be able to spend time the little time that we can carve out for but to spend time building and playing instruments like how can you not be grateful for that mm. so the head in the clouds thing is the secret weapon is gratitude and that's so honestly like the patience and the have fun and gratitude thing is, is really what I would, to, would lean on for me uh, but the, the the secret, like the actual hard tool, ah, I'll tell you what. Whether it be at work or at home, uh, a four in hand, which is a, a file and a rasp on one side, a file and a rasp on the other. Like you know, if somebody's like, and again, moans from the audience. Yeah. Four in hand is easily like because I believe in you know uh, I, I saw a mallet and a you know a drill if you can get, you can get your hands on one in a, in a file and a rasp like that's just like nine or ten things tops and that's probably even more than one needs to build cigar box guitars and now if you want to build higher end stuff or you want to build this all these fine things like yeah man people are going to have all sorts of tools tips and tricks and all that stuff jazz but me I'm still like I just want 
I want to build something simple. I want to play something simple. I want to share that with somebody. We can share our thoughts on everything that, you know, the, the things that we're doing. Like, I'm not a real high-end guy. I mean, I, I think mm. I built some nice stuff now and again, but, like, I like to focus on the simple stuff. So, I like to focus on, like I said, having fun, patience, gratitude, and, and, and simple things like a coping saw and foreign hands, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to have a, a, a cordless battery-powered drill at home, you know, like, so. Yeah. But I know it's not, I know it's not like, super exciting stuff, but that's definitely, you know, that's speaking my truth. Truth, that's for sure. Mm. Well, this brings up an interesting thought because it's. I was just thinking, would it be fun to kind of have a have a not a competition as such, but like a challenge for builders out there, who, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I consider myself a, a, a very, I suppose, a very a privileged builder in that a I've got room because I, I have a hole under the house, and so basically the entire under the house is mine to use because no one goes under there so it's basically it's open to the weather so when it rains I can't really work um, but you know I've been able to deck it out with you know with with it's all cheap stuff don't get me wrong it's it's stuff that you would get from I think what you call Lowe's or even from discount department stores like but I do have um, you know I, I've got things like band saws I've got things like electric sanders and a drill press and all of those kind of you know, all of those kind of tools, even a, a rudimentary, if not, you know, still functioning planar thicknesser, you know, a very simple one, one of the small boxy ones that you get from, you know, from, from discount, low discount places. Um, but it'd be very interesting to see a, a, a challenge where you only can use a file or a rasp, a saw, as in a hand saw, a screwdriver, and yeah. a drill, whether it's an electric drill or whether it's a you know one of the you know an egg beater, as someone called yeah. it yesterday. I heard someone call it an egg beater yesterday. I can't remember who, who called it that. <laughs> someone called it an egg beater. I really I really like that that term. Um, be interesting to see you know what what people can actually what people can actually put together with just those four tools you know and and uh, yeah. not even you're not even allowed to use sandpaper. It's got to be like a file <laughs> or a rasp, you know. <laughs> no sandpaper, you know. If you want to, if you want to sand it, you got to use your driveway. You know the concrete driveway and <laughs> sand the edges back. You know with that, <laughs> oh, it'd be very interesting. I might challenge myself to do that. I, I put the challenge out there for our listeners. If you want to try and do something like that, uh, tr- give it a go. You know, see if you can just use those four tools Hello. to put together a cigar box guitar. Uh, and you're not allowed to use so you're not allowed to use machine heads. You've got to you've got to hand make your own tension screw tension tuners. Yeah, tension tuners. Yeah. Oh my god, I think people are swearing at me at the moment, saying no, <laughs> no. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a go. And you're allowed to use softwood. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing is I've I've used um, I, every now and again I use pine. Just you know the pine lengths, and because I've got a, quite a bit of it sitting around the house from when when we were building um, and skirting boards and things like that, and I found I, I found that if I don't do the notch inside the box, if I because I, I tend to I build my guitars very in a very similar way to I think uh, 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 um, uh, what I call it. Um, Daddy Mojo, Daddy Mojo had the had the the box sitting on the on the uh, on the timber, uh, on the neck through. Uh, also, um, Mike, um, uh, 
Mike S. I can't remember his name. Snowden. Mike Snowden. He does the same oh, thing. He yeah. has the. He has the. Um, he has the. I'm chatting with Mike at the moment. Hopefully, I might be able to uh, be chatting to Mike soon too. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really good. He's, he's, he's definitely he's one of my favourite builders as well. I just. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a YouTube junkie. Like you know what yeah. I mean. Like I just I just sit there. You know I don't watch movies at night time. I sit there just going yeah. like before bed. I'll just sit there pouring through YouTube clips. You know. But he has it so that his the, the box lid actually sits on top of the uh, on top of the timber as well, and because of that, I find if I use um, a thicker piece of um, of fingerboard material, like usually like oak or something like that, which is a little bit has that more density, it actually helps the uh, it helps the the pine when I do use pine from from getting that bow. And usually with stuff like that, I won't do I won't use I won't do frets on that particular one because it, it does weaken the the, the oak. Um, but I found that you actually it, it, using pine. So for builders who can't afford to use oak, because pine is as cheap as chips, uh, you don't be afraid. Uh, my suggestion is don't be afraid of using it. Just understand that you might, if you drop it, you might dent it. Like it dents easily. You know, it does have it. It will dent a little bit. But then again, you know, you can weather it up with a, with a bit of you know a bit of vinegar, a bit of vinegar, and and with nails in it, and and you know, and rust it up a little bit, and hit it with your hammer a few times, and get that rustic look in it. It doesn't matter if you drop it or, you know, but my, yeah, I think for something like this, this is, de- don't be afraid. So builders who can't afford to go out and get that, that more expensive material, don't be afraid of using something like, you know, pine lengths. If, if that's what you can afford, do yeah. it, get into it. And then when you can afford to use, or if you find other things, you know, get into using, you know, use the hardwoods and use, I think in the States, you guys have got, um, you guys are poplar. Poplar's very popular. Popular, you know. Yeah. We don't. Whereas we, yeah. I think poplar in us, we don't get poplar in Australia. Uh, but we would have something similar, which would be like any of the timbers that make up the Tasmanian oak kind of yeah. uh, family, you know. But I always say, look, you know, just use whatever you can get your hands on. If you can't, like every now and again, when I go down to Bunnings, which is our version of Lowe's. Um, uh, Lowe's in Australia is a menswear store, the discount menswear store. <laughs> <right>. So that's <laughs> so when you guys talk about Lowe's, usually the first impression I, I used to think what did, Lowe's don't sell, and then I realised okay, it's just a different name. <laughs> but in Australia, where we have got Bunnings or Mitre Ten or any of those kind of uh, those kind of shops, every now and again when you go down and you're looking for a length of timber to use, if you can't mill your own, you do find the oak. But every now and again, it might be oak that's doing that, you know, or it might be. It might be like that. It might be all over the place. So if if you can, a it can't. And if you really got to be in your bonnet, don't be afraid of pine. Um, another one yep. in Australia, which I found uh, from Bunnings, which actually worked really really well, is Merbau, which is a decking timber. And I figure a decking timber. Look, it's got to be fairly tough if it's meant to be outside and used outside on a decking, you know, or a veranda, which is outside the house. If you oil yep. that, it's got to be. It's got like seriously. You step on it. You walk on it. It's got to put up with the weather outside. Right, right, right. It's it's going to last as a you know as a as a neck, certainly you know. So you, what, don't don't be afraid you, of trying. It's called we I think it's called Merbau or something like that. It's in Australia here. We it's I think it's for, it's actually an Indonesian timber. Cool. It's actually an Indonesian timber. So it's it's interesting in Australia because we do tend to get different timbers than the states. But then again, you guys I think um, and Europe like Europe will have their own. You know I think they get a lot more. I think they get a lot of fir or probably pine. I'm guessing. I'm just imagining. You know there's a lot yeah. of pine trees in Europe. I suppose too. So anyway, look, Glenn, thank you so much. It has been an, an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, it's just been an hour and ten minutes. It's been the longest yeah. podcast I've done. So. It's been wonderful. So thank you so well, much. 
Yeah, listen, man. Like, I don't want to invite disaster like upon you, but like, anytime that like something like this comes up, even if it's an uh, an off schedule type thing, like I just would have, you know, I really dig the opportunity. Hey, little dog. I really, you know, the, have enjoyed the opportunity to do this. Uh, I could, and I'm not suggesting that you should, but like, I, I could talk for another hour and ten minutes about stuff like this. And so, if you ever have, if you ever have like an open type forum and you just want to shoot the, the breeze, whatever you guys call it, you know, and I'd be more than happy to do it. This is this is the kind of stuff that you know I gotta admit, like it, it's 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 part of it's kind of like doing videos for me, like it's one on one. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get all nervous and, and uh, feel self-conscious about this kind of stuff because I'm not, I'm not in a room full of people. No. But, um, but you know, I. It, so yes, to the, the short version is, is that as I've, I've loved the hell out of this, and so no, I really appreciate stuff, the opportunity man. to connect. And as you know, uh, and as no one else knows, like this is the first time that you and I have connected. Uh, Personally, and, yeah. and or visually, yeah. it's always yeah. been through text. So this is, yeah. this has just been really good for me. I, I, I like putting. You know, a face and a personality to to the people that you you, know, you kind of get familiar with. You know, through through uh, through the internet. Yeah. But it's this is a this is a far different uh, circumstance. So I've really just I've been very lucky. Yeah, I've been very lucky so far because I've, I've, I've the people that I've had a chat to have, have, have been people that. I have spoken to you know every now and again on YouTube and 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 people like you know um, uh, John who I interviewed uh, a little while ago John um, oh god he just he just did the festivals John John Nickel John John Lowe. Nickel yeah John John Nickel yeah sorry I just went completely blank then people like John Nickel uh, he's a great guy he's, yeah, yeah he, he, and he's so you know he actually helped me to solve my piezo dilemma or piezo dilemma i can never pronounce it properly um i for 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 years i've been i just haven't been 100 percent happy with the way my piezo piezo pickup sounded uh and, and i tried all sorts of things i tried the the bottle cap and i didn't like it i tried mounting it on the box top i didn't like it i tried uh burying it in hot glue and i didn't like it and and he turned around and he said to me well actually he said what i do he said is he uses super glue um, and I, I wanted to remove the tinniness a bit um, yeah. from the piezo. So what I did was a, 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 a mix of what I was doing before, which was I use, um, I don't know if it's a brad bit or what they call it, but I use one of the, 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 disc, small, the discs and you, and you drill down probably about two or three millimetres into the de- into the top of the bo- top of the the, um, the timber. All right, so you're, the st- neck. you're still in... Oh, wait, wait, in the neck. neck. Okay, yeah. So underneath the bridge, so where the neck goes through, underneath the bridge, I actually drill down probably about two or three millimetres with one of those... Um, I cannot remember the name of it now. Is, no, is, it, is it called... Is it? Think about it. Is it F-O-R-S-N-E-R? Forstner. That's it. Yeah, Forstner bit. Yeah. So probably about a 20 mil Forstner bit. And I drill down about two or three millimetres. And what I'm doing now is then leaving a little axis. I cut out a little axis on the side so the, the wires can go through. Uh, and then what I actually do is super glue the disc directly to the timber. And then on top of that, um, I use the... Um, you know, every now and again you get the cigar boxes. They've got the little timber surrounds. And you can pull them out, and there's there's basically yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's just, and I think it's just um, it's cedar. I think it's a cedar surround yeah. from inside the the bigger boxes. So I pull that out, and what I do is cut another little disc out of that that sits on top of the um, the piezo disc. I usually cut like a little V out of it so that you, it's not sitting on top of the cable so that you break it. But then what it does, it just brings the uh, the, the 
the surface area up by about a half a millimetre above the length of the, the, the length of the neck that's inside the box. They want to place the lid over the top and then put the bridge on top. It oh. sounds amazing. It just sounds inc- absolutely... Awesome. Yeah, and it's all super glued there, so it's inside that. But the pressure then, the sound vibration from the string goes straight through the bridge, directly through the, the, the lid and straight into the neck. Uh, and now with the, with the Hurricanes, I call my range the Hurricane guitars, which are the, um, the, the simple um, piezo and fretless guitars, I now put a tone control on. So now I can kind of just juggle that so the volume and tone control and it's it, and it's been so i actually owe john a huge debt of gratitude because it's just got my hurricane guitars the range now just sounding like super beefy it's great that's you know so, so cool. oh yeah and that's just through this through talking you know talking to people you know and people like yourself and um it's very humbling speaking with you it's a, it's a really lovely uh, opportunity so thank you very much I really appreciate it. And I'll definitely get be back in t- contact with you soon because I'd love to keep chatting with you about what's going on and what's happening with you in the building and um, and give my best to Farley and Ben. And I will be in touch because I'd love to have a chat with Ben in the near future too. So um, just be on Monday when you get back to work, just sidle up to Ben and give him an elbow and say, go and listen to the podcast I did. And by the way, do you want to chat with Adam? So it, definitely open for it, okay? So thanks, mate. All the best. And I'll turn this thing off and I will say our goodbyes. <laughs> Adam, you're awesome. Thank you, buddy. No worries, mate. Uh, thank you for listening to the Cigarbox Guitar Builder podcast. This has been episode 21 with uh, Glenn Watt. Let's face it, super guy, super builder, super human being, and uh, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week. Don't forget, you can support uh, the uh, the podcast. You just go through, go to Podbean, and uh, if you want to chuck money at me, I'm very happy to take it. But if not, I'm very happy for you to listen. So it's more important that you're listening than paying. But uh, it's bums on seats, people. So if you can get your friends listening, um, I don't need anything. I just do this because I love it and I like talking to people like Glenn. So get out there and, uh, and support us. Spread the word and uh, have a good one. Catch you next week. Bye.